It's time for Fed Talk, the live show for Feds in the Know. From federal agencies to Capitol Hill, the attorneys of Shaw, Bransford, and Roth bring in experts from across the federal community to bring you inside the issues. Fed Talk is meant to provide general information about legal issues. However, the views expressed in this program are not intended to provide legal counseling. Listeners are cautioned not to rely upon any statements made in resolving legal issues they may face, but instead to consult with their own attorney about specific situations. Attorneys are not engaged in providing legal services while appearing on the program and are not responsible in any manner for the consequences that may stem directly or indirectly from reliance on any statement made during this program. Good morning. Welcome to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. I'm hosting today's show. Uh, today with me in the studio are, are two, uh, two folks that I'd like to think are my um, professional friends, um, and they both um, are with companies that provide um, insurance products, additional insurance products to the federal workforce. Um, joining us, I think maybe for the third or fourth time, is Shane Canfield. He's the CEO for WEPA, um, an association of federal employees. He's been now with WEPA for several years, put a stamp, I think, pretty nicely onto the organization. And it's nice to have you back and be on the show with you, Shane. Thanks. Uh, really great to be here again and um, looking forward to talking. And of course, um, a longtime friend, someone I've known for, we shouldn't say how long we know each other because then, long then we date point. ourselves, Joan, is Joan Melanson. She's the director of education and outreach for the federal long-term care insurance program. That's Every, all of these names are long, and of course it's DC, so we have you know we have to have an acronym. But um, Long Term Care Partners is the group that provides the long term care insurance product, um, also a voluntary insurance product to the federal workforce, and um, they've been doing it now for I feel like almost like. It's 2002, and I've actually been with the program since 2002, the inception of the program. In addition to the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program, and you're right, the acronym is the FELTSIP, we also, (laughs) (laughs) say that fast 10 times, we also administer dental and vision um, uh, plans for the federal government um, and their eligible family members, as well as the military and that's during the open season period, the 10 dental and four vision plans. So we've expanded our business from the federal long-term care insurance program to other uh, voluntary benefits, dental and vision, yeah. in the administration and enrollment process. And we do a show, an open season show, where we talk about um, the new sort of vehicles that people can use to, um, that you guys have launched, that they can use to sort of figure out, like, which one of their um, health insurance, dental and vision um you know, that they, they want to look at, analyze, figure out what's good for them. And we do that show um, in the fall during open season. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good show. Period. Yeah, because, you know, we all get uh, paralyzed and there's a panacea of keeping exactly what you have. And your needs change and uh, uh, the plans change. And it's really good to, to remind people that you can make a change during this four to five week period every year. Yeah, so we'll be seeing Joan back We'll be back um, again. In October or November. I forgot when the open season show is, but um, we certainly will advertise it. And I refer, Shane, I, I think everyone in town refers to your association as WEPA. Um, of course, it stands for, this is really a mouthful, Worldwide Assurance for Employees of Public Agencies. Yes. Um, but I love your acronym, WEPA. And even though you've you've told the story of WEPA's um, formation, um, each time I do the show. I think it's a nice story. Um, 1940. 1943, during uh, World War II, uh, the federal long-term, or now I'm saying long-term care everywhere, the federal life insurance program did not exist until 1954. Hmm. So there were a whole bunch of agencies which were created during World War II, and we had tens of thousands of civilian federal employees, not meaning not State Department, not military, all over the world, they couldn't get life insurance. And so they brought together a number of agency heads and fixed the problem by finding, uh, partnering with an insurance company at the time, it was equitable, and putting this program on the map. So we existed long before the federal life program. And uh, I like to say that the federal life program, in many ways, is patterned after ours, in fact. So um, there were a number of other programs like this uh, that 
actually folded into the federal life program in the in the late fifties, but we didn't. We've always had we've always been nonprofit, a non paid board of civilian feds ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a strong mission and a rich history, and that hasn't changed yeah. in seventy five years. No, it really hasn't. And um, I've certainly since I've been um, in the federal community. Um, really dates myself when I say how long, but it's a it's decades. WAPA's always had an incredibly strong reputation. Um, and it is an association, as you mentioned. It's a, an association um, that promotes, um, what is it, the health, welfare, and financial well-being of its members. And so it's, I think that there was confusion, you know, back when that it, you were an insurance company, but you're really not. You, there are other member benefits. Right. We, we, do, um, we do a lot of education. We have a financial wellness program with Ernst & Young. We do a lot of other nice things for the members. Like we have a very popular scholarship program. Uh, we do uh, a radio series with uh, NITP. Uh, we, of course, we do radio shows with you guys. Um, and we, we sponsor and help support other uh, news venues and organizations. Yeah. And... You, you know, your your number one product that, that people associate you with is life insurance. And um, and certainly working with you, Shane, the last few years since you became CEO, it's really informed me personally what a compliment it is. It's sort of this additional compliment to Fegley. And I know we're going to get into this later in the show, but one thing WAPA always, when they promote their product, is say, you know, Fegley is a product that, you know, many federal employees, it's valuable for them to have, mm-hmm. you know, and what is it that WAPA adds on, which is the teaser for, for later on in the show. And Joan, as we were saying, um, the long-term care program for the feds is about 17 years old now. And um, it's the only way federal employees can get long-term care insurance. Well, the through their employer, through the employer. This is an, an um, a group policy that is available to federal family members and their their eligible family members. So feds and their eligible family members. So uh, a fed doesn't have to enroll uh, in order for an eligible family member to enroll. By virtue of being a fed, um, the family members are eligible, and this is true for members of the uniformed services as well. So it is open to a lot of people. Um, and we think it's a it's it's a great benefit. Having said it, it's the only long term care insurance program that is uh, administered and reg- and regulated by the Office of Personnel Management. There are other private insurance plans. Those are individual plans that are available. And we always say to everybody, um, shop around because the uh, policies are all different, the plans are different, and your needs need to be met by whatever uh, uh, plan that you select. Um, we, as, and I was interested that, that Shane said that you're there for providing education. Uh, our role is to educate uh, federal family members as well as uniformed services about long-term care. Have a plan. Do you have a plan for long-term care? Insurance may or may not be part of your plan, but we think it's important that you think about the issue because it affects the family. Someone will take care of you if you need long-term care, but who and how will the family cope with it? And that's what we try to say to people, that um, it's, it's all about planning for the future. Yeah. And you're um, the insurer that backs long-term care. The actual product is? John Hancock. So we're a subsidiary of John Hancock. Long-term care partners is what they call a third-party administrator, a TPA. TPA, and we do the talk. Yes, we do everything from... The uh, education, we, um, we get out, we work with all the agencies, the federal and military affinity groups, um, everybody who's, who's out there, uh, all of our stakeholders. We provide the information. Uh, we have a very comprehensive website. We also have folks on the phone. They're certified long-term care consultants. They don't work on commission. In fact, if anyone has a question about even another private insurance plan, they'll talk about it and help them make a decision. We get questions like that all the time. Um, again, they're not on commission and and we're not compensated for what we sell. We are measured by, are we providing the information to help people make informed decisions? That's really our mission, to help you make an informed decision that best meets your needs. Mm-hmm. 
and and that's our. And your mission. call center. I did want to talk about that later, sure. because it was really quite robust. Um, you know when. You know, I remember, you know, the remember the old days when you actually would call like some company and you actually talked to a person. And you didn't go have to go through a tree and then get the whole automated. We don't do you that. You don't do that. It's like you have real people and they answer real, real questions and they spend a nice amount of time. And um, it's a re- very valuable service. Well, it's so interesting because um, uh, <laughs> I'm a victim of it like everybody else. And I start spacing out with all the the, the props on the VIUs for for long-term care insurance, and I understand why it's done. A lot of things can be self-serve on the phone, so I'm not um, I'm not dissing it. But for long-term care insurance, there, there are more complicated questions. And you want somebody who can answer the question and not read from a script. And our folks are so experienced that they can ask questions and they don't give you a canned answer. They really do listen. And I so I would recommend for anybody to... To call, and even though we have a very um, robust, comprehensive website, sometimes you just need to talk to somebody. You have a question, and almost fifty percent of people who who apply for our program, at some point during the process, which can be a number of years, um, they will talk to a, a, a representative just to ask a question or two. Yeah, no, it's a it's a nice. Um it's a nice add-on. Um, 1-800-LTC-FEDS. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, we are going to take our first break. When we come back, I want to talk with my two guests, Shane Canfield from WEPA and Joan Melanson from the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program, about sort of the triggers in your life that would cause you to think about either one of their products. But we need to take our first um, break. You're listening to Fed Talk on 1500 AM. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. I'm hosting today's show. Um, if you're just joining us, this is our show where we talk about some employee benefits that are available to only federal employees. The in the exec, well, actually, not just in the executive branch. Um, and it's our voluntary insurance program. So with us today, we have Shane Canfield, who's the CEO for WEPA, and Joan Melanson from the Long Term Care um, Partners. Um, the program that OPM provides uh, long-term care insurance to federal workers. And so I think at this point, since we sort of have already informed our listeners about the two um, organizations that you're from, like, it's like, well, what, you know, what's the trigger in, in, in somebody's life, Shane, that would get them? Because you're, um, you're the voluntary insurance. Federal workers get Fegley, right. but there are tens of thousands of federal workers who also buy your product. And so what is it in someone's life that would trigger them to think about buying your insurance product? Yeah, and, and that's, that is an important distinction. Uh, we are not the employer. We are not the federal government. So the Fegley program is the employer-sponsored plan, just as if you worked at Ford Motor or IBM. They have an employer-sponsored plan. So uh, people do look at us as either a supplement or a replacement. So we have both of those of those things, and I might talk a little bit about that later. But um, you can certainly supplement the program, uh, and there are some major differences as far as when people need it. Uh, we do well, when, ha- when when do yeah. people start thinking when, about it, or okay, when should yeah. they? No, no, that's a good point. So the, sometimes people start thinking about it. Maybe the ship has sailed. Well, I think. Well, that's a great point. There, there are what we call life events, which just make common sense that you should look at it. If you get married, if you buy a house, if you start having children, you're starting to think about college. These are future, obli- current, and future obligations. Those things you want to cover. And so, when these major events happen, people tend to think about it. Another. Another thing that triggers people thinking about it is unfortunate, but we see this over and over and over, and that is when somebody they know 
dies, then they think, oh my God, this is real. Mm-hmm. It can really happen. It's not likely, but it can happen. So that's another trigger. Um, and there, are, I, I would say that going to the, our website and uh, using the financial needs calculator gives you a nice rough ballpark. So I, my mortgage is half a million dollars. I've got two kids in college. I'm going to plan on spent, sending them to state school once, you know, 15 and one is 10. You know, how much money do I need for that? Um, how much money do I need to replace the lost income? If one person in a, in a two earner household, for example, dies, that can be 15, 20 years of no paycheck. Mm-hmm. So that- no, I've been on the calculator to get ready for the show. And the <clears throat> questions are like right in your face, alarming reality checks right? It's like, a hard It's things you don't think it about, is, like how yeah. much income will your spouse need yeah. if um, you die? That's the question. If you died today, how right. much income would your spouse need? How much would that you, you know, would your loss of income needed to contribute to your kid's college fund? I mean, they're like, it's a great program and it's very easy to navigate. Right. I tried it on your website. Right. Um, but it's things that we try to avoid thinking about. Right. So we encourage people to do this. Uh, certainly use life events. Another trigger that we find um, annually is when uh, the federal programs, the employer programs have open season. Then people are thinking about it. We write more business in the fall and the early winter than any other time of the year because people are, it's on their mind. They're thinking about their health insurance, their long-term care needs. So it's something they're going through. Another time when people think about it, is it tax time? That's an interesting thing. It is, so, isn't so it? So they're doing their finances. They got it all laid out and, and they start to think, oh my goodness, you know, here's how much money I earn. Holy crackers. If I'm not <laughs> here for 20 years, right. what's going to happen? Right. So, uh, and then the final thing I will tell you, and this is interesting because it lines up with the life insurance industry as a whole, which is anytime you can save money, you should look at life insurance. And that's what we're finding in the last year or so is that people are coming to us because they're saving a lot of money. And so on average, $375 a year last year, people were buying you know, upwards of well over a half million dollars on average. So people are buying the insurance, but they're also saving money. So the saving money component is interesting, right? Because it doesn't have anything to do with getting married or having a kid. But I think you know, that's the whole, I mean, look at, look at Geico, look at yeah. some of these direct writing life insurance companies. What do they push? Oh, we can save you money. Well, we can all also do that. So uh, I'd like to think it's a more dynamic conversation that, and Joan had mentioned, it's, it's sort of a personal financial planning exercise that somebody needs to go to, uh, go through. Yeah. And this is part of that, but it's not the only part. Long-term care can have huge impacts later in life. And certainly medical insurance, you have got to look at medical insurance every year. And the, the two things that I want to make sure that we hit from WEPA is um, you, uh, because you're not the employer plan, you don't need to buy it during open season. Correct. You can buy it any time of the year. Um, and, and we do encourage people to do that. They can also take it with them if they leave federal service. You can't do that with the federal program. Um, and... Uh, our rates are public. Begley's rates are public. Comparing the two is super easy to do. And you're insured. You, well, you well so re- it yeah. was interesting. You were talking, um, Joan mentioned that they're a third-party administrator. We have a similar kind of setup, and so does the federal program. The, the, the carrier, the life insurance company for the federal program is MetLife. MetLife. So for our program, it's New York Life. But they kind of sit in the background. Technically, they hold the risk. But they're, we're paying them less than 5% for their role, but they take care of helping us with filings and some technical insurance pieces. But um, we do all the administration. You know, you send your premiums to us. You know, we'll answer your questions. We'll change coverage. We'll, all of those mechanical pieces, the... the well, it's the interface. It's not exciting, has, right. but well, it's the necessary part of the business. Customer service part. Well, now I'm going to take back what I just said because we, like like long-term care partners, we pride ourselves on this additional touch, you know, the ability to ask us detailed questions. We'll work with you. We're not trying to run through the people on the phone. We will spend just as much time with you as you need to uh, analyze your coverage, 
maybe change your coverage. People get older, they don't need life insurance as much as they did when they were younger. So rather than just say, oh, well, the, I'm an empty nester now, forget it, I don't need it anymore, they might have questions. So, you know, people call us and, you know, we don't have any, we're a nonprofit, we don't have any commissioned people in our office. So we will just talk through any issue as long as it takes, which is different than a traditional commercial insurance approach. Like Joan was talking about the individual market for long-term care, totally different than what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, her, yeah, I mean the, the individual market in either product um, right. for most Americans, it's not is just, bad. It's 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 different. Well, and to get the coverage most Americans need, it's it's, it's almost unaffordable. Right. Um, you know, which is the true benefit of being a federal employee to be able to buy into these group products, um, which is why I love doing this show is because I really like, I think it's important for people who have the ability to get these kinds of products to really know how important they are and affordable. So Joan, talking about sort of like common life events that would sort of trigger someone to think about the need for long-term care insurance, it sort of aligns a little bit with what Shane was saying um, about life insurance. Absolutely. In fact, uh, the more that you were talking, Shane, the more I was saying, we have a lot more similarities between yeah. the two companies than I ever thought about. Many of the things that you said, and I made a couple of notes, but first of all, it's often what you call the grim life event. Um, there is a caregiving issue in the family, usually with a parent that gets the kids thinking about this. And they come to us and they say, I need long-term care insurance for my uh, parents, but it's too late for the parents because they're already in the situation. The house is already burning. You've already had the car accident. What we need to do, and it's a very hard situation, is to get your attention in your 50s to purchase the, pro the product because it's affordable and you also are insurable. But it's that event, I call it, uh, the, you know, to get people – they're dealing with this this caregiving event, the long-term care issue, and now to get you and your spouse or partner or if you're alone to start thinking about how do I plan for this uh, if and when it happens to me. There are other things that happen. Um, sometimes financial planners say you really need to, to look at long-term care as part of your financial plan, and that's something in our, uh, our program. We have a very comprehensive webinar program that's educational and it talks about planning and looking at it from a financial situation. There's also the emotional caregiving aspect. There are many ways to look at it. Um, are you risk averse? I mean, some people will will say, well, I'm, huh, I'm never going to need this. I'm just going to die in my sleep. And so, or I'm going to take my chances because not everybody is going to need long-term care, so they don't buy it. So how do you feel about risk? There are a lot of factors. You have support, um, uh, in the, in the community to help you, and 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 as if your family members move away, you might say, "Oh no, they're not around. They won't be taking care of me." There are things like that 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 cause people to think about this. Open season is another time, and and Shane was saying that too. That when you're thinking about your other benefits, even though you can ap apply for our product year round. We get a lot of interest in this program because everybody's thinking about all their benefits. You so can, that's do, you can purchase long-term care any anytime. time of the year. You don't yes. have to do it during open season. No. But people associate with us with open season because we go to health fairs. We are on the show a lot. We do a lot of acti activity because when you ask what's the event, one of the events is people thinking about their benefits. They're thinking about their financial plans. They're thinking about their families. They're thinking about themselves and my financial future. That's when they think about it. So those things um, happen. A couple of things that Shane said that are very important, that you can take this if you leave the government. You can take it with you as long as you continue to pay oh, premiums. Oh, that I didn't know. That's, I know a, that that's really great. You can great. take it with that's you. Excellent. I'm giving you words of wisdom no, today. No, this is nice. Um, good. Because I, I, I thought you could only – Get nope. it during open season. No, you can it, get it. I wasn't sure it was portable. And it's we portable. call that portable, right? Portable. You can carry it. You can carry that with you as long as you continue to pay. That's really um, important. And and you made a, a comment to Shane about the rates being public. Yes, you can go online. We have a wonderful uh, premium calculator. You can look at um, what we say prepackaged plans, or you can customize your own plan. You can see the the sensitivities to changing the benefits, how much it will cost. And something uh, Deb 
Deborah, you mentioned earlier, the cost of care. How much is this going to cost me? Depends where you live. Depends, is it care in a nursing home or care at home? And if you put in your um, zip code, you can see various costs across the country. You may be living in Maryland, very high, expensive area, and you may decide that you're going to relocate to Florida. Maybe a totally yeah, that, different situation. You, you have a couple of calculators on your website that are also, you know, when you think about what it was like to buy these things 20 years ago, like before the World Wide Web and even when yeah. we had the Internet, before this technology, the algorithms came in. because You could just put this data in and there was these things would just pop up. Those are two. Um, the, both, both of you have uh, really good calculators that I think – Somebody might be skeptical and think it oversimplifies, but actually, if you go through the process, um, you know, I, I didn't get the sense that it was oversimplifying at all. Um, what I'd like to do is um, we have to take our mid-show break, um, but then when we come back, I'd like to go through in more detail each one of your um, products because, Shane, you offer a couple different products. Joan, yours is quite varied, and I think to have the two top people from each company go through it, I think would be able to really synthesize the information for our listeners. We're going to take our mid-show break. You're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Shaw, Bransford, and Roth. One team working all three branches. Judicial, legislative, executive. Judicial. SB&R employment attorneys offer specialized legal representation for federal managers. Legislative. Lobbyists in government and public affairs advocating for corporate clients. Executive. Produces two free weekly newsletters, Fed Manager and Fed Agent. Shaw, Bransford, and Roth is your one destination for all three branches of government. Online at shawbransford.com. SB&R. Client-focused. Results-driven. Welcome back to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. I'm hosting today's show. Uh, if you're just joining us, you missed the first half hour of our show. Easy to catch up on. I know that they're pushing out um, our Fed Talk podcast. I have with me in the studio Shane Canfield. He is the CEO of WEPA. It's an association of federal employees um, that promotes the health, welfare, and financial um, interest of federal workers. And I have Joan Melanson. She is the uh, new title, Director of Education and Outreach for the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program, which is the OPM-sponsored program for federal workers for long-term care insurance. And um, before the, um, our last uh, commercial break, we were talking about the sort of major life events that get someone interested or thinking you know, about additional life insurance because federal workers get FEGLI and long-term care insurance. And because... Um, you know, we as a society really have uh, expanded our life expectancy um, dramatically. I think it c- continues to kick the down, you know, people like like to kick the interest down the road, you know, kick the can down the road of like, when should I start thinking about it? And often when you start thinking about it, um, um, it would have been better for both of your products to think about it sooner because buying into the program sooner gets you much better rates, um, which can last a longer part of your lifetime. Um, and um, so I like that's why I like doing the show. I think it's great to get the word out, get people thinking about it as early as possible um, because both of these sponsored both of these programs offer really nice robust robust additions to the federal employee benefit package. Shane, your your, comp- your association offers two types of life insurance. You have the guaranteed life and the term life. Um, and how many times do people try to like, they're simple, right? The differences are simple, but how many times do people call up and be like, what's the difference? Well, the, gar- the guaranteed life is a small pro- program and it's designed for new feds. Uh, so in your first year, you can uh, sign up. 
Uh, and, first and, 365, I've read your website, first okay. 365 days of your federal employment. Right, right. And so, you know, it's fairly popular. The challenge for us is that we're not at the table when a new federal employee is hired. So that's one of the other differences is we have to get the name, our word, we have to get the product out in front of people because if you sit down to your new federal employee, you're presented with, well, how much do you want to put in your TSP? What are your, you know, your investment options? What medical plan do you want? How much Fegley do you want? But we're not in that discussion. So that's, that's why we don't have a hundred percent of civilian feds. We, you know, we've got a, we have tens of well, thousands. Yes, we have tens of thousands, but it's not a it's not a hundred percent like the Fegley program is offered to every single person. Um, Your guaranteed life product is a hundred thousand. Right. So we encourage people absolutely to take advantage of that. Um, and then the main life product is. But the reason why I like yeah. talking about your guaranteed life is yeah. it's no meta, It's like a hundred thousand, no underwriting. Right. No, we encourage people to take care. You know, and, and this radio show might be a way to. It's another way to get that information in front of people. Hopefully new feds are listening to the 100, show. 100,000, no medical underwriting. And um, one thing I always try to remind you to say on the show is that um, almost always the beneficiary who receives um, the life insurance payment is tax-free. So $100,000 of your guaranteed life for many of your purchasers is like 130 to 150,000 in salary they had to earn yes. in order to get 100,000 like you have to explain that to 20 year olds that you know you actually have to pay taxes on wages. Right. So 100,000 is right. a you nice add-on. You scale to that up for for mm-hmm. you know federal state and local taxes and it 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 just gets even bigger. Mm-hmm. No question. Mm-hmm. 100,000 no medical underwriting mm-hmm. all you have to be is a federal employee first 365 days of your employment. Yeah. It's nice it's it's nice. It is. It is great. Thank you. And for like, you know, 30 something year olds, that's an easy way to add $100,000 to their financial portfolio. And you did have to remind me about that to talk about that. I'm I'm yeah. I'm humbled and thank you. Yeah, because <laughs> Because you're right, you're not getting the word out at in initial employment, but you know, it, for many you know new employees, they're in their 30s, right? And to have just an additional, very affordable, hundred thousand um, dollars, no medical underwriting for life. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But then you have term. Yeah, that's our primary product is yep. a group term, group term life insurance. It's not permanent insurance. It's not whole life. So it's the difference is principally that it's not accumulating cash value. It's not designed to do that. It's designed to pr- protect as you need it, when you need it, and that's it. It's not a, a other life insurance products have a financial investment component to it. Those are dramatically more expensive. There's nothing wrong with that. But you know, if, you, if you're spending a thousand dollars a year on group term life insurance, you're going to be spending many times that on well, a cash. Well, because it's really project. more like an investment. It is an investment, right? So, um, uh, but we do have the advantage of pooling all of our risk together, and all of our risks are civilian federal employees. So that's one of the reasons our rates are good because civilian feds are. From an actuarial standpoint, it's a good risk. They're a healthy bunch. So um, uh, we we do have uh, up to $1.5 million worth of coverage, which is quite a bit more than the federal program. We changed that last year because what we were finding is that as people went through their needs analysis, you know, three, four, five times, five times your salary in the federal program is the max. So you can get, you know, you can get a lot of coverage through the Fegley program, don't don't misunderstand, but uh, I don't want anybody on the sh- listening to misunderstand, but 1.5 million is a lot more than that. And so what was happening is people, especially in urban areas mm-hmm. um, where housing is expensive mm-hmm. and you know college we all know is expensive, but the lost income is expensive. Um, if If you wrap all those things together, you often need 1.5 million. When we made that increase, we have people now on a regular basis applying for 750 plus. Uh, so that we knew that that served a need. So that's uh, one advantage right off the bat. And it, 
allows people to buy their all of their insurance they need in one place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and you you know you've mentioned a couple of times and rightly so. There are two ways to look at this. One is a supplement to the federal program, uh, and another is a replacement. Um, last year we had a lot of people who did full replacement. Uh, they saved a lot of money, three hundred and seventy-five dollars. I mentioned that number before because it's a real number and it's it's big. And so if you and the average person stays with us 17 years and that number, the $375 savings, that delta between the federal program and, and our program, that delta increases over time. So you can see, you can save a lot of money in this program. Yeah, and, and the $1.5 million, you know me, I have to like emphasize this again. That's tax-free. It is. So when you think about <laughs> what that's worth to your family – it's worth well over two million of what your salary would have been, and in the private sector, to be able to get that kind of life insurance coverage, you you can't buy it at your rates. Right. It, no. It's just that's what you were saying about, you know, buying in the, your risk pool. Um, that's where federal employees really benefit. Is right. they're, that they're the pool's very large for WEPA, and the risk is pretty good because it's a healthy group of people. Um, and the other thing about the federal workforce is it it tends to be located in high cost of living urban areas. You know, the federal government's yeah. imprint is exactly. like D.C., L.A., Houston, Chicago, yeah. New York, Houston. Houston's huge. Um, Houston, which is the, uh, you know, remarkably like second, I think, to San Francisco for highest cost of living. So um, so their their financial needs really um, are much different than um, other parts of of the country, and I remember when you went to 1.5 million. It that that's a that's a nice jump for Fed. Well, the other the other thing we added, which is a chronic illness rider. You see this in the individual life insurance market a lot. As far as I know, we're the first major group insurance program to offer this. So it's not it's not long term care, uh, but it it's similar in and actually similar to disability, uh, for example, and how it's triggered. So if you can't perform two of five activities of daily living, and that might be bathing or, or uh, you know, a number of different things. If you can't perform normal life activities, you can be, and, and you, this condition is considered permanent. If you have the rider, then you can get an early payout of the death benefit up to $125,000 a year. So um, that was introduced last year. Uh, I'm gonna. I might say the wrong number here because my numbers guy's not with me. But I would say five to ten percent of people applying, we expect will take this. It costs a little bit of extra money, but um, so it, if if you have a million dollars worth of life insurance and then you start into four years, it can be four years up to one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. That's real money. In the, and because it's an early payout of death benefit, it also is not taxed. So 125 would go to um, the, the beneficiary, and then your death benefit would be reduced by that much each time. So, and that can be up to $500,000. So that's, that's a nice, very nice. add-on, very nice. and people are taking advantage of it. Yeah. It's, it's, we say it's very nice. It's all, as I think Joan used the word at the beginning of the show, he should have said grim. <laughs> but I mean, but icky but you, or grim, those but are it's the words, grim or morbid. Yes. But you have to yes. think about those yes. things. And um, and Joan, your product, you know, when you go onto Long Term Care's website, you have the prepackaged plans, which there are, I think, three or five, and then you can custom design. So you there's a, there's more moving parts. Well, <laughs> all insurance uh, uh, products. Uh, I guess we try to design them to look very complicated. And we've tried to take the OPM's been very good about trying to really simplify this product. Yeah, no, I don't mean I don't think it's complicated. There's but, just more moving parts than two well, and insurance products in general yeah. and many of them. But when you look at your prepackaged plans, that's I, the reason they, they they made sense to me. Well, OPM has been very good about that. We say there are three decisions that you have to make here. Um, and so we've tried to make it simple. One is, um, and, the, and the prepackaged plans are an attempt to make it even, even easier. Um, how much uh, money do you want the insurance company to pay you once you're uh, ADL? And Sh- Shane mentioned that. You can't perform 
two activities of daily living. Usually it's bathing, eating, eating, dressing are the first two that require assistance. Um, so how much money, and that the cost of care calculator helps you determine, depending upon where you live, how much that would be, for how long, what's the period of time, and then the inflation. And we have a 4% and a 5% um, option. Those automatically, your, your daily benefit will go up automatically 4 or 5% a year. Or a future purchase option is you, you keep selecting it every two years. So we give a few, there are really just three things you need to think about. Um, and so uh, as opposed to some of the private plans have a lot of other bells and whistles, right. we've really the, kept in, it. We've kept it simple because the idea with this plan is that you can apply online. You don't need an agent. You can fill out the application, apply online. You can look at all the rates. The rates are, are transparent. Everything is there. And um, if you need assistance, you can call our uh, 1-800-LTC-FEDS folks. And they can assist you. But otherwise, we have some people that do everything from soup to nuts. Yeah. And I, I do want to go through the plan decision making and the, and design your own a little in, in more detail. Um, and we'll do that when we come back. But we need to take our end of the show break. Um, you're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. Here in the studio with me today is Shane Canfield. He's the CEO of WEPA, an association of federal employees since 1943. I keep saying 42, but it's 1943. I don't think I'm going to make that mistake again. Providing um, insurance, life insurance products to federal workers. And of course, with me is Joan Melanson. She's from the Long-Term Care Insurance Program, um, the, the OPM-sponsored Long-Term Care Insurance Product. Um, and we'd uh, in the last segment, we spent a good deal of time talking with Shane Canfield about the two the big two products that WEPA, WEPA offers, which is Guaranteed Life and their term product. And Joan, we just started with you about um, the products, the different products a federal employee could get in terms of long-term care insurance. And you have the prepackaged plans, which we sort of ran through, and you have your design your own. Um, and you said there were three decisions, right? You had to make in the prepackaged plans, right? It was well whether you cut whether you do a prepackaged plan. They, it kind of in the prepackaged plan they put it together for you, and you only have one decision to make, which is which inflation option. If you customize a plan, you have the three decisions. Got it. But even to help you make a decision among the four prepackaged plans, you want to look at that cost of care calculator to get some sense as to what's the cost of care in your area because it's very different in Florida than it is for Virginia or Maryland. And particularly if you're in a very um, high-cost urban area. And again, we, we provide, there's a, a vast difference between the cost of care in a nursing home, which is the most expensive cost of care, and care at home. And people want to stay at home. One of our... Um, uh, in our webinars that we talk about, we've, we've partnered with Harvard uh, Medical Publishing uh, to go through some great um, webinars uh, about you know healthy living and and Alzheimer's and so forth. We have some coming it's called, up. I think aging. You have a whole set of. We have um, one on aging in place. place coming up this fall because that's where people want to receive their care, and it's very interesting as 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 the provider world has heard that. They've decided to make the assisted living care facilities better. We've looked, we, OPM, looked at that and said, let's make a, a, a policy that will allow people to remain in their homes. So it's a very, um, we focus on home health care. And as a result, we're seeing the results. They speak for themselves. Less, it's, it's less than 10%, somewhere around 8 to 9% of our claims are paid in a nursing home. 
People want to stay at home, and that's where they're receiving care. Do you remember 20 years ago when you used to buy long-term care insurance? You could not get... It, it wasn't available. They would right. not pay for a provider to come to your house. Right. And right. now we consider that like insurance fraud. Like, oh, it was your next no. door neighbor. Well, yeah. we have one better than that. You cannot, we have licensed home health care folks who can come in and take care of you. But we also have something unique in the industry. It's the showpiece of our, of our policy. And that is informal care providers. What that means is that you can have family members and friends like the old Verizon plan the Verizon plan, plan, plan can come in and take care of you and get paid for it. Not your spouse. So it's not someone who's living with you at the time. But if you had a sister or if you had a friend who would come in and take care of you, we would pay that provider for care. So that's... What's, and what's the reason, the rationale behind that? I When I saw that, you know, getting ready for the show last night, I was online reading that. And I was like, you know, in the old days... They would never, old days, I just keep sounding like an old person. 20 years ago, they nobody would ever provide that benefit because they viewed that just as a means for insurance fraud. But I think today the reason why they do it, well, I it's have my a own win-win. view. It's a win-win because if it's, it is less expensive mm-hmm. and if it's, because it's less expensive, the insurance company's not paying it, but you as the holder of the policy can manage that pool of money. Because as I said to you, you buy, you buy a daily benefit, you buy a length of period of time, you do the multiplication by 365 days a year, it gives you a pool of money. So you don't have to use that daily benefit every day. What you don't use, you keep in that pool of money. So there's an incentive for you to stretch that longer than the three years that you bought. It could be seven or eight years if you're using care at home. So it's in everybody's best interest to go for providers that will might be on the lower cost. But the other thing is that people want to stay at home and they want to be taken care of by family mm-hmm. members and friends. They, some people don't want ima- strangers. It's hard to imagine the insurance industry um, you know, got warm and fuzzy but I think it was in their financial interest because they're, they're, they're insuring care. And it's clearly less expensive to insure that care in your home right. than to send you to a facility. And you don't. And mean, people want to be at home. They want to. Mm-hmm. And that's what the whole thing is. It's called Aging in Place. And they, um, as you mentioned, the webinars we have coming up, because other parts of our, pol- of our policy offer caregiving train- caregiver training. Because if you were going to come and take care of me, you would say, I'd love to do it, but I have no clue what that's all about. We provide caregiving, caregiver training. We also have something called the stay-at-home benefit. I can use some of my um, dollars and I can uh, uh, adapt my home so that I can stay at home. Because there's some things that if I were to make changes to my home, I wouldn't have to go into a facility. So if you have those kinds of support systems, you can stay at home longer. You may not be able to stay there forever, but it may delay the time before you go to assisted living care facility or a nursing home. Or you're going to go through your money much quicker. And you may not need to be there. The point is, you, you if you have to go to a nursing home, we pay for that. But you may be able to make changes and have support systems to help you stay at home for a longer period of time. It's in everybody's best interest. And... OPM was very um, much of a pioneer in looking at that and saying, back then when they designed this this policy back in 2000, they said that's where people want to be. They want to age in place, and we're seeing it more and more. So as the consumer is raising, they're raising their hands and saying, keep me at home, this policy really is um, a benefit. Now we're up to paying um, uh, $22 million in a month in claims. And the majority of them are being paid for at home and assisted living care facilities and other care in the communities to really support the needs of the federal family and the military family. Yeah, no. It's a great story. Yeah. And we couldn't talk about that in the beginning because, you know, we were we were a new program. The only other point I wanted to make, and it was something uh, that triggered when, when Shane was talking, not all um, employees are, are young, new employees. The new hires, some of them are older, and they've had experience. They've retired from the military. I was supposed to say, it's like almost like second careers. You yes, see them second coming careers. Back. Many of them have retired at a young age from the military, 
and they have 60 days to uh, apply for this product using our abbreviated, our shortened underwriting. So you don't have to fill out the 40 questions. You can fill out a shorter version. And we get a big chunk of of people coming in because they aren't all millennials coming into the workforce. We've it noticed may that feel too. like it. We, and yeah, it's, there's a lot of second career people. And so people are working longer <laughs> and they say, I'm going to come to the government now and, and do my second career. And and they have this benefit and they say, whoa, this is terrific. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a more mature So we too uh, had the same issue, mm-hmm. Shane, of trying to find those new hires and say, this is a terrific benefit. You have 60 days to do the shortened um application so the abbreviated application so i'm hoping that all the new hires are listening right now for and, both and of people us people should just remember they do when you get older as time goes on you may develop a condition which makes you uninsurable and that's not just through a program like ours that's the entire insurance industry you got to avoid that you need to think proactively on and that's any hard when you feel young and alive and vital and i'm talking to people when they're Invincible. 52 and they're looking at me like, fifty-two is I think is already too late to start getting long-term care insurance. Well, fifty-two is our average age, but yeah. I have people looking at me like I have five Cause, heads. Because in, I'm the, in the private it. market, <laughs> at age fifty, long-term care insurance has a jump in premium. If you bought it at forty-eight, forty-nine versus over fifty, there is a jump in the private, in the commercial market. Well, it's not a premium. It's not a linear jump in in what you're saying. It doesn't go up that much, um, the price sensitivity year after year. But when you get older, yeah, every 62. time you have another birthday, it goes up a lot more. And that's true I for life insurance, it, it, too. It's exponential. Exponential, you, you get, that's the you word. Get, you get to 60, and yep. the, the slope is just unbelievably steep. But, you know, people's, unlike long-term care, people's needs for life insurance does do change over time. You know, your kids go away. You pay your mortgage. Well, there's changes. You know? I think it gets more necessary. Right. That's it's what I'm saying. Like it, change, it's an inverse relationship. Pro- <laughs> so it's not, it's not a universal. But what is universal is it's always more expensive as you get older. Yeah. There's not much to recommend getting older. Maybe wisdom. Oh, no, you can't say that. It was good. <laughs> uh, you know, we not have insurance. We wise. have we have um, uh, one more minute left, and I wanted to point out that both of your products. Um, we have one more minute. Both of your products allow for family members to buy into it, um, and which is a real nice um, benefit for the family members. Yep. You can have spouses and Jane. You can have spouses and children. Spouses, uh, children up to age twenty six. We follow the ACA rules on that. Um, but, uh, yeah, spouses can also join either as a dependent or their own policy. Or their own policy. Right. Which is kind of nice. Right. You know, you have two life insurance policies um, in one household with that kind of incredible limits of and, coverage. And the trigger to all of this, although not in the spousal kit, but the key that opens the door is federal civilian, federal employment. they got to have that first. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's the same for us. And that triggers the eligibility for family members. And that's what's most important. So I want to thank both of my guests, Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA, um, been there several years, really made a nice difference. Joan Melanson, my very long-term friend, long-term friend from long-term care. Um, It's always good to have the both of you on the show. Thank you for coming, and I'm sure we're going to see you both during open season.